Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, call 20 people, tell them to. Go to 6.30 a.m., The Word, and listen to our show. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll have Facebook here in a minute, Go rocking and rolling. But let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you the praise and the glory for the ability, talent, heart, mind, soul, body you pour out to each and every one of our listeners and our people. Help, uh, help them to let their light shine for you and that they'll learn and grow and make the best decisions, be the best person and have every opportunity to serve you, know you, love you. Help us take a pride, greed, selfishness uh, out of our lives to to make the right decisions. That's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you, listeners, for tuning in. And, hey, uh, I hope that you have opportunity to go on to YouTube and look up Randy Adams, Inc. And uh, subscribe and listen to the videos. There's about 30 I'm trying to buy some new uh, equipment. I'm researching that real hard. I found some at Costco. I sure like. Um, I like Costco. You know, I like things that are. They now think they've got better quality, and it gets back to: Do we buy quality? Do we make the right decisions, or do we settle? Are you a settler? Uh, you know, I mean, do you just settle for anything that anybody tells you or gives you? You know, I ran into a couple of scriptures, like always. You know me, I'm always digging and looking and getting ready to write the books and finalize everything, you know. The naive and are inexperienced person is easily misled and considers well where he is going. Does not consider, I'm sorry, does not consider. Let the future, that's the years ahead of you, make decisions today to pay off tomorrow. Make decisions and make choices today that's worth something tomorrow, you know. But if you're naive and inexperienced, well, you know, I've realized the last couple of weeks. Hey, give us a call here, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. No dumb questions. Please give us a call. Uh, Man, I had a radio show on another station years back, we used to get 10 callers an hour. And uh, everybody I talked to the rest of the week said, yeah, they asked the right question. I had the same problem. I'm trying to figure that out. But, you know, inexperienced and naive people, you know, we don't know what's good in the car business. We don't know what's last. I do. Why? Because I got news for you. I buy and sell cars from 100 to 200, 300,000 miles. I tried to buy a truck this week at 340,000 miles. Just had a 17 Ford with 246,000 miles. A 17, that truck never stopped. Those people didn't have no door dings on it because it was never parked. So give us a call here, 210-340-9585. Love to talk to you. Please call in. Uh, also, like I said, go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. If you like my show, tell 20 people, hey, Randy Adams wants to buy your car, your truck, your house, any condition. Uh, had a lady call me from Florida this week. 
70 miles from Tampa, one mile from, there's a color, one mile from the Gulf. And uh, she wants to sell me 42 acres. House needs a little work, has water, of course. And uh, the price is right, seems like to me. Um, just if, you, if you're interested, give me a call. Uh, not, like I say, I believe it's 70 miles north of Tampa, and it's 42 acres. And so, uh, I mean, and she's catching my – she's up at 11 o'clock listening to my show every week, 11 o'clock at night. But that, that station covers uh, 33 states. I get calls from Michigan, Denver, Colorado. Uh, Phoenix, Arizona. So, hey, we got Carlos on the line. Oh, Carlos is up bright and early. Yes, sir, Carlos. How you doing today? God bless you and your family. Mr. Randy, good morning to you. Thank you for asking. Very good. I talked to my mom in Mexico City. How's your family? How's your health? Sir? Mine's all good. Family's good. Health's good. I want you. I don't want you lie to us. I know you. You. Do a lot of things, but I want you watch. I'm busy, you busy. Me. You know that. Like a little bee. Hey, First, and you, I thought you was uh-huh. coming to lunch yesterday. I waited at my office like to starve to death waiting on you. I'm sorry. You know, I was. I was. I know you were busy. Like, I know. I no, know. no, no, no. I tried to help there. I don't know. Hey, I, I like the free people. meals. I didn't want me. You. I didn't know if you were buying or I, I, I was buying. You know, you know, Pepe, Pepe from Indianapolis, his, his brother-in-law, his mother passed away. Oh, no. And he's going back and to Mexico? I don't know. It was really, really, that's what was the reason. You know, I know New Brownsville well, and I can help him get a home over there, and I've got the best real estate team built, I know, and, and we're, we're continuing to. Get it together better and better. So anyway, there, but no, no, no. First thing I want to say, thank you, the radio station, the, the, the all the. Oh, I think. Hey, I signed people. up for another year. What? I signed up for another me. year here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I suppose to yes, no, no. Thank you for that. I'm so glad that your radio station is keep going. Thank you for the listeners. I'm very important. You know, we want to have a lot of a lot of tourists in San Antonio for the games. Finally, they open a lot of places. The only one to ask is our brothers, Francis, to be careful, treat nice, everybody nice with a smile. You know, we depend on tourists. We depend what happened to that country. love? We've lost that love and feeling. Yes, we have, haven't we? We want to argue and about remember, everything. We want to we hate. Mexicans, we cannot. We have everybody here. Everybody's so nice. Thank to the bases, to the people. Thank to you, Mr. Randy, people like you and the radio station. Everybody, you know, let's go to the blogs, smiles. And be kind to each other, you know. Don't be drive, driving very fast, you know. And nothing will too bad to car dealers, they smile and, hey, they smile and they're nice to you, but they take all your money. But at least they smile after you know what? They'll way, pick your pockets to clean it. You wouldn't know what happened. <laughs> tell me, tell me. Well, I mean, it happens. I mean, you know, I've seen deals where dealerships are making $5,000 and the manager send them back to get more money down. Go get some more. Go get another 1000 Go get another 500 It's never enough. When you're a taker, you never get enough. It's never enough. You're never happy, never satisfied. And guess what? The first of the month, you're behind already, and it takes most dealerships to the 20th to the 25th 
to get even on the overhead in order to be making money. So the last five to ten days, they're they're out trying to make all the money they can to make a big profit month. And managers get paid on percentage of what the dealership makes. So they're all pulling together trying to make more money. That's why a lot of service department now are working you and trying to get you to buy a new car. And that way, the used car department get, makes a bunch of money on your trade because it's a good one, even though they'll tell you it needs a lot of work. They don't tell that new – you know what? They don't tell that new customer like they told you. You're about to spend five to $10,000 on this car, Bubba. And, you know, you need to trade it now instead of, you know, having to spend that money later. And then when they get ready to sell it, this car will last forever. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you just love it? I'll tell you what. Hello, David, Michael. Uh, so you got to be prepared for a, a battle one way or another. Question, Mr. Randy. Yeah. When, you, when the new customers tell you, it's a question people around me right now, is when you hear the new customers say the first two, three payments is in us, what is the, 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 the They're desperate to sell. And they hey and the and the manufacturers and the banks know you're gonna walk out with no money left in your bank account, nothing left on credit card, nothing left anywhere, and and so they know that you need to rebound. And it used to be one month. Randolph Brooks was the first off in thirty days. Now they're looking at two and three months because they know number one you're not gonna have any money left, and number two, good morning, David, and number two you need a little time to rebound. And also, they put that on the back of the note. And if you don't watch out what kind of interest rate you're paying, man, you're paying a lot of money time. You push that to the back. There ain't nothing free. That's not free two months, three months payment. They're just pushing it to the back of the note or extending the loan. That's all they're doing. Well, okay, okay. Right now, they give a little incentives because we went to. Could you repeat the name of the new your sponsors? From- well, Covert Auto Group sponsors uh, a show yeah. for me, and yeah. and I've been doing business with them forty five years. Rox Covert is a fine gentleman and a fine businessman, and I've always loved doing business with him. And we've done business forty five years, and he's never. We've never had a money issue, never had a problem. And when you talk about that long, and money is right in the middle of it. He's a good man, and I get you a new Ford Chevrolet Dodge, Jeep, uh, Cadillac, Lincoln, Toyota. I can get you all kinds of brand new, delivered to your door, and I'll buy your trade. And if they want to give too much money, I let them have it. I I do not get in the way with a customer when they have the best weight. I had a customer. He said, I can't believe you're letting the dealership have my truck. I said, they offered too much money because they've got a customer for it. And let him have it. This man paid me a commission for helping him get a better deal. We ended up saving him about three thousand dollars. So he he wrote me a check, and and paid me for my time. And uh, I, you know I didn't ask for it, but I get gifts like that all the time because people know that my time's worth something. I mean, if you were fooling with a lawyer, they'd hammer you pretty hard. But uh, he and I didn't ask him for a check. He brought me a check and thanked me for that. But, uh, yeah, I can get you any kind of new car, almost any kind of new car. The ones I want to sell anyway. There's some new products out there I'm not real happy about, and I don't try to hook you up on on something that I think you're going to have a problem. But I can get just about anything. I've got connections with new car dealers all over the country that can get you new. And then Covert delivered to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, one of my listeners on the late Saturday night show. You can go learn to buy and sell cars.com, see whenever I'm on 
radio, and we're working on some new stuff and new products, and uh, uh, I'm going to explain extended warranty and diminished value and a kind of a wreck situation where if you're ever in a wreck where you can trade, not have to drive a car that's been wrecked, not have to drive a car with a bad Carfax. So there's a lot of great opportunity. But, you know, uh, was it you, Carlos, that asked me what's the difference between rent and uh, finance in-house? Rent uh, in-house mm-hmm. or finance in-house? Was that you that asked me about that? Uh, would you rent? Is a rent renting a car went rent to own better than buy here pay here? Uh, I'll explain yeah, that maybe later on. Yeah. I didn't remember. I've I've had somebody ask me about that, and they said you need I to explain that on a radio show. Uh huh. Well, let me ask you something. What is located this the new the, the new customers you recommend us? They're in, they're in Austin, but they'll deliver them here in. in uh, San Antonio. They just delivered a truck to a friend of mine in Seguin, and his uh, cousin, first cousin, works at a new car franchise, but he didn't buy from them. A lot of dealers right now, they're asking if they can help us with the check, stimulus checks and everything. What do you think about that, the, the income tax and the stimulus checks? Gather uh, both of them up, Carlos, and get and buy a cash car if you can. But, hey, with that much down, you got authority. Get get authority. Take authority. And and go to my learn to buy and sell cars.com and go walk through there's a there's a side that teaches you how to get prepared. And I may run through that at the end of the show to let everybody know. That way you got time to call somebody that's got their income tax checks and their stimulus checks coming. And so that way you can get it all gathered up and buy you a car. But be prepared. Hey, talk to bank credit union. If you're real bad credit, don't worry about it. Get the cash. There's 500 dealers in this town that'll finance you, and a lot of people get so excited about somebody's going to finance me, they'll just buy anything. The dealer will slam them in something that they need to get rid of. I had a dealer tell me they had a Mustang that he has sold ten times and and repoed it ten times oh, wow. and resold it. A Mustang. He said that wow. everybody, it's real pretty Mustang, and everybody has to have it. And then when they're one day or two days behind, and that's not really legal in the business, but anyway, they, he picks it up and makes them pay it off, and they can't pay it off, and then he resells it again. And so don't let a dealer put you in what he wants. Buy what well, you can afford. You know, I mean, we need to study hard what our needs are. What, hey, good morning, Jeff. Uh, what our needs are, what we can afford, and, and make the right decision. I mean, there's thousands and thousands of cars all over san antonio in the area so buy what you can afford buy what your family needs buy what the future holds for you and uh, pray about it study about it and be prepared mentally physically and spiritually for a battle for your budget because it will happen you know and rent to own um i wouldn't rent to own nothing because they can charge you more interest they can repo it easier and you it's about like one of them timeshares. You never know when it ends, you know. <laughs> they they have it on these con. Sometimes a person needs to read the contract a little better because I tell you what, lots of people are not reading contracts. I get calls every week from people not realizing what they're paying for a car, what the interest rate is. I mean, it's it's amazing to me that people are now believing in that. Hey, that computer, I, I can handle a computer a little bit, not much. But it's amazing to me how many people 
believe that computer won't lie to them. That computer's got 1,100 different options when you hit the button on something. It's got 1,100 different options it can hit you. And they've trained these computers where they're going to get you the most interest rate out of you they can and uh, the most money they can out of you. And, uh, you know, and so people have gone, especially millenniums, have gone to trying to buy on the computer because they don't want to face a trained professional assassin that sits behind the desk and they call him F&I manager, you know. I mean, get mentally, physically, and spiritually ready to deal with this situation. And what the best of the F&I people around the country have is they, they've set up these computers where they're making money. You know, it's so easy to go online. It's so easy to get it delivered. Hey, Covert, I, I helped them get trailers and, and trucks with the uh, uh good friend of mine at Covert Chevrolet years ago. I mean, years ago. He called me up and he said, we're going to start delivering cars. And this was over 20 years ago, you know. Okay. And Merle Gothard called me and said, Randy, I, I want to start delivering cars everywhere. And he did. And like I said, they delivered one to uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, one of my listeners. And she said that she saved 2000 and she'd been shopping a month. So, I mean... You know, we we just got to know what we can do, and we got to be educated. And, you know, and sometimes we're naive and inexperienced, and we believe anything. It's it's amazing we don't trust in God, but we trust in man. And and the man will will twist us off, especially if profit, if money's his God. Let me me ask you something, Mr. Randy. Uh, What is – can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. No, no, sorry. Uh, what is the legal? I have a friend, she's the actress, she's asking me uh, for the problem of the pandemic and everything. She's sending payments, but she doesn't send the full amount. She's playing for the situation. What is the legal way to make a repossessor? Well, a if, if they <laughs> accept that payment, you're still yes. good. They're going to have to turn it back in order, turn the payment okay. back to you in order to repo it. If they accept that payment and report, they're in violation of the law. Legally, they can report immediately, or how they pursue Well, they're supposed to send you a letter, a registered letter, to the last address that they had, and they have to wait for that letter to come back before they can repo you. Now, they can send that letter when you're a day late, but they still have to send a registered letter to your address, and they have to wait till it comes back. Lots of guys, excuse me, a lot of guys in this town don't do that, and it's that way all over, all over the United States. But you know, sometimes car dealers think they're above the law, or they say, "Well, everybody else is doing it." You know, the devil made me do it. Everybody else is doing it. You know, and so they they push the limit that they can, and see. And but we're not edu- the public's not educated. They don't know what the laws are. I was director of the Used Car Dealers Association for a long time, and I saw some of the things, and I saw, and I stay up on the laws. We read up on the laws. Just like now, they've changed where instead of being exempt on miles 10 years, now we're exempt on 20. I had a, I had a president of the San Antonio Used Car uh, dealers, uh, dealers in San Antonio. He didn't even know what the laws were. He had to come by and ask me several times what the laws were. Here he's a president of the Used Car Dealer Association of San Antonio. But, I mean, 
do we take our time to learn our business, to learn what's lawful and what's right? And, and most of them don't care what's right. I mean, they don't, you know, uh, do unto others as you would like someone else do unto you. Exactly, sir. Totally. Because I have other other person here, he's Arabic guy, he won't say his name. This car dealer, he called him, sent a payment, and said, look, I don't have a job, but I can work it out. He went to read for the car and they go, go and get a lawyer because if he never sent you the letter say 30 days in the way you say, that's breaking the law. If he said, well, he's arguing to this guy. He was calling him and calling him. Well, the only, the only way you don't have to send the letter if, you don't, if the customer does not have insurance. Now, if he didn't have insurance, he dropped his insurance, he don't have to send that letter. Okay. And so, and if he and if he was current on insurance, he's supposed to have a registered letter, in it, and it's supposed to come to the address that when he signed up. Now, if you move and you're not there, the the letter will come back, and so you miss out there. You won't know about the letter, and that's part of that's just part of the deal. But the dealer's doing what he's supposed to do. Once he gets the letter back, he can pick you up. Well, if he never sent the letter, you know he's. Making the payments. Well, he, he's supposed to keep that letter on file. They have to have okay. post dated going out of the post office and coming back. Okay. And I was talking to a mechanic that was working at a shop not long ago. And uh-huh. uh, the boss came in and they changed the rules and regulations of what they were doing. They were quoting prices. And then when the customer come back in to get the work done, they were charging them two and three hundred more, and not telling them that caused a lot. And then he started telling people, "Oh well, it's going to cost you two, three hundred more. Keep from getting in fights, you know." But I mean, it's just mm-hmm. like that. You you've got to check when you come in. When somebody quotes you a price and over the phone, when you come in, you better double check it, write it down, get it in writing. Nowadays, you know, used to your word if you were no if your word was no good, you were no good. But it's those things have changed nowadays. I mean, you got to have it in writing, and and still in writing does count. But sometimes these people's words no good. Okay, Mr. Ron, because, you know, I was telling this guy, if you have everything to control, you talk to him, you, you write the name of the person you are talking to, you go, you really have to do, talk to a lawyer because if he came to repo the car, you're still in the chain. Well, then you got to find a lawyer to take it. Some of these lawyers, they want t- too much big money, and they won't take small deals like this. It's, okay. you know, that's that's another situation. I've also, years ago, I asked for lawyers that would contact me that I would help them you know, see where they could help the customers and help people in the car business, but they they wasn't interested because there's not enough money in it. Number one, the person's lost their car, so they can't make the payment. So they think, well, they can't make they can't pay me. So lawyers don't want to fool with it, and they and they're not up with the laws, and so they don't want to you know get involved because you know they. I've had lawyers call me and tell me what they thought the law was and this, that, and the other, and I have to set them straight. And they don't like it, but it happens. I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff in this business. My ex-wife was really good at staying up on current laws and, and stuff. I mean, she did an excellent, excellent job. She's back working for me. And so, uh, uh, I mean, she helps me a bunch staying up on what's current, what's changing. Just like I, I just mentioned that, now uh, it's not exempt for 
10 years, but it's exempt after 20 years. And 20 years is a good figure. I, th I think they made a good change there. I've got a lot of dealers that's mad about it and have told me about it. But I really think 20 years is when we ought to be exempt, not not 10, because we're, cars are lasting longer. People are keeping them longer, and, and due to a lot of situations. And so I think the change to 20 years is going to be a good year. Well, Carlos, thank you for calling. we got a quick break coming up. Uh, God bless you. Thanks for helping everybody, and, and thank you for reaching out to people and really being concerned about their needs and what they need to do. And, um, uh, Carlos, uh, give me a call sometime. You, I'll buy you lunch or you can buy me lunch. One of the two. Uh, I don't know if you eat Mexican food or not, but I do. I love it. So, anyway, thank you, Carlos. Hey, listeners, give us a call in here, 210 340 9585. God bless you. 340-210-340-9585. And give me a call. I will answer my phone, believe it or not, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. If you learned anything, go to YouTube and watch some of my videos. They're three minutes long, and it's Randy Adams, Inc. YouTube. Randy Adams, Inc. Please go there and subscribe. We're trying to build that channel. I got new equipment I'm, I'm searching out, and we're going to load that dude up with about 200 three-minute videos. I've got some new ideas about really showing you how to look at a car, too, that we'll be able to take and put on there. God bless you. We'll be back in four minutes. Hey, call 20 people. Tell them to tune in or go to Facebook Live Randy Adams. Facebook Randy Adams. Thank you. Hello, I'm Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Heard right here at 6.30, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Hello, listeners. It's Randy Adams again, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that uh, that last half of the show was, was pretty good. It, a lot of education there. And, um... I, I can't remember who uh, the dealer was that said, what's the difference between uh, rent-to-own and buy-here-pay-here? Here? Well, rent-to-own is a lot more interest, and you can, they can get by with a lot easier things. It's just like rent-to-own furniture. I mean, you pay three times, four times what that furniture, furniture cost, and uh, most of the time it's poor quality. And so, But uh, in cars... Uh, you pay a lot more money than what you should, interest way, way, and they can pick it up quicker and easier. And so a lot of dealers are going to rent to own. Uh, they're trying to teach. They're trying to sell franchises on it. And uh, I think there's, you know, buy here, pay here. If your credit's bad, yeah, you're going to have to pay more interest rate. If your credit's bad, gather up all the cash you can. Talk to everybody and make sure uh, hello, Thomas, and make sure that you've got enough cash to buy you something that'll last you a year or two. And during that year that you've got a cash car, get you a separate account or put it in there and don't touch it. Put it in there and make payments to yourself. So when that car goes down or needs to be fixed, you got the money to fix it. you got to work around situations. You Don't let circumstances and situations control you. How how are you controlled? Are you controlled by your thoughts, your ways, your wisdom? Um, and I want you to know. But so rent to own, 
I wouldn't advise it. You're going to pay way more money than you would if you were buying it straight out. Hello, Johnny. And so I wouldn't do it personally. And I won't even do it to the public because I don't think it's fair to the public the way it goes down. And I finance cars. I'll tell you the truth. And your credit's bad. You've got to pay a higher interest rate. I'm taking a gamble, you know. But when you're doing that, the more cash you got down, the better deal you should get. You know, you should be in control because a lot of people are going to end up with this 1400 I have a guy waiting on 3000 coming back. He's going to have 3400 cash, and he's waiting to get it all together. We're going to sell him a truck for that money if it's still available the time he gets his money gathered up. So uh, happy weekend to you, Johnny. And so we we want you to be there in, in control. I mean, you know, uh, have you ever walked out of a dealership wondering what happened? That's what happened lately to several of my listeners. They walked out and didn't know what happened. They hadn't figured out how they said yes so many times, how they, they got through and they had signed up on everything in the world. I mean, uh, I don't want to say what the car dealers call it. It's not it's not real nice, but anyway. But they signed them on wheel and tire and and sealants and and door dings and it just went on and on and on. And they get, and they said, What is gap? I signed up on gap. What's gap? Well, gap is when you in an accident and the car is total and you owe more than what the car is worth. And, you know, these claims adjusters, let me tell you something. Get ready for a battle. I had a listener call me. Well, of course, I take that back. The listener's wife told him to call me. The li- yeah, I don't think he listens to my show, but I think he's about to start after I helped him out so much uh, the other day. So he has a diesel van that's very valuable to him. He works out of it, and he needs it, and it's low miles, and he's done all the proper stuff to make it last. Well, he has an accident in it, and the claims adjuster don't want to give him enough money. And so I instruct him what to do. You know, I've been hired by the big guys lots of times to fight that deal and uh, and to present a case against it. And uh, honestly, I, I don't lose because I can back up what I say. Now, I don't take a case to help people out. Uh, I'll tell them the truth and where it's going to be and where it's going to end up. Well, now we're, I gave him a different option because the claims adjuster's not paying enough, don't care, you know. And, you know, there's a lot of people out here trying to buy cars, and I'm one of them. I'm going to tell you, I used to buy 300 a month four days in a week. I used to do 300 a month with no problem at no. I'd buy 75 a week. It was no problem. And I had a big-time dealer call me, and this was a long time ago before some of y'all were born, 1987, the beginning of 87. He said, Randy, I know you don't work Saturdays. And I said, Mr. Marshall, has Lawrence Marshall. It was number one Chevrolet store in the nation, number one old store in the nation. He said, you don't work Saturdays, but I need you to work Saturday. I said, Mr. Marshall, for you, I'll be there on Saturday. I said, but what's a special occasion that you want me there Saturday? He said, GM, this was on a... Uh, Tuesday, uh, Monday or Tuesday, and he said, uh, GM's going to put out 2.9 interest rate. And this is back when Mr. Carter, the Democrat Party, had had us paying 20% interest. 
2.9 on brand new Suburbans. He said, I got 886s and 687s. I'll never forget this conversation because Mr. Marshall and I were good friends, and he was the owner of the dealership. And he said, I expect a bunch of people to show up Saturday. I need your help buying the trades and help me bidding the trades. And he said, I know you're honest, Randy, just like uh, there's a man here in town that you wanted to be number one in the Lincoln store uh, in the nation. And the last week of the year, his used car manager was gone. His name was Phil Smith, great guy, one of the best used car man I knew. And uh, I would come in, and we would drive the trades and make sure we didn't miss no trades so he stayed number one in the nation in Lincoln sales. And so that went on for lots of years. Lots, And I bought a lot of cars, and they made a lot of deals, and he stayed number one, and it worked well. But uh, uh, I've always... My my dad taught me if your word's no good, you're no good. If you go to cheating and lying, it, it'll hurt your reputation. And when you lose your reputation, you never get it back. Well, Mr. Marshall called me and he said, I need you here Saturday. This is no joke. I pull up there. I always left for Hempstead early in the morning. I left about, usually I left at 5, sometimes 5.30. Well, that day I left a little later. I get there about 9 o'clock. You couldn't park. I couldn't find a place to park. I had to park like 10 blocks down the road. There were so many people. They sold 125 Suburbans that Saturday. I don't, I've don't. i lost count how many cars I ended up buying out of that deal, cars, trucks, and all. But they sold 125. And I called uh, Ford Wagner. I said, Ford, I got so many cars in Hempstead. I need them back when you're going to Houston. And Ford helped me. And we got them back. And we sold them. And then he called me the next Friday, and he said, anyway, you work tomorrow? I said, yes, sir. I mean, you know, I, I guess I can. So I went back down there Saturday, and they sold another 125 or I think even more. But anyway, there's things that causes people's reaction. The greatest deal ever. Well, that was the zero interest rate when the COVID showed up. People jumped up. But the key to the, the deal at Lawrence Marshall, number one, he was the number one Chevrolet store in the nation. And he was he was a wheeler dealer, best owner I ever seen that would would work so hard. I mean, he worked hard. Rox Covert works hard, but I'm telling you, Lawrence Marshall worked even harder than anybody I've ever seen as an owner. And uh, Clarence Kalig's another hardworking, probably the best all-around owner I've ever seen in my life. And so, but Lawrence, he wanted those units. He had 1,400. Can you imagine 1,400 Suburbans when this 2.9 came out? Well, that's the same way it happened. Manufacturers might have watched Lawrence years ago, might have watched what they've done. They've got past history. They study the, the past. They study the future. They study what's going on and how things are working, how things are going. And so they said, hey, Let's give these people six months on the end of the note. We're going to act like it's they're going to forgive them of those six payments, but they wouldn't. They they put it at the end of the note. And let's give them zero interest rate. Let's wipe out all our inventory because we know the Democrat Party is going to be in control, and we don't know how this deal is going to turn out. So, wow, what happened just like that 2.9 in 87 with all those suburbans, people rushed in. They had to buy a new year. It's caused a buying frenzy. People 
wanting to buy everything they get their hands on. Now, I've got some rich buddies, and they're worried about cash, and they're worried about how it's getting devaluated, and they're worried about this stimulus, even though our goofy, goofy government just paid, just bailed out 186 unions in this stimulus plan. The unions... I'm going to tell you something. They must be doing something wrong. They must be stupid to be busted. The unions got to be stupid because they're busted and they needed a bailout from our government. That's ridiculous. So we're paying for it. The government's not. Hey, taxpayers, we're paying for those unions to be stupid. I'm sorry, Terry, about that, but that that's a union president, ex-president. As, uh, yeah, I know him well. I know him well, and I still and and they probably didn't need a bailout, knowing them because electricians make so much money, and they've got such a great deal. But you know, so what are we doing? You know, how how's this all fitting together? Well, you need to make decisions today that'll pay off tomorrow. You can't let your emotions, your desires, your feelings control your buying and how you buy. Hello, Roger. And so I don't want you to. You know, get so excited! This is the greatest deal ever, because. Good morning, Donnie. Hey, we're going March twentieth. You're going to have an auction in Odom, Texas. You know, I'm thinking very serious about running down there. Y'all got a bunch of guns and ammo, and uh, so that that's going to be a good sale in Odom, Texas, the twentieth of March. If you need, uh, hey, I talked to Danny Jennings the other day. So if you need Danny Jennings' number, give me a call or Donnie. I got Donnie's number too. They'll tell you about the Odom sale. Great people. That's where I sell stuff. Uh, love doing business with them. And so, uh, but, you know, don't let something trigger you. What triggers you? What triggers your emotions? What triggers your buying? You know, where's the root of that situation? I want to reward myself. I want to keep up with the Joneses. You know, I'm missing out, you know. I mean, I've, I've got a good friend of mine that goes to Cornerstone. And he called me about buying a pretty car. Pretty. I don't like what he's wanting to buy, but it's pretty. You know, I don't think it's going to last as long as he thinks it will because I see the track record of those cars, and they don't last as long. But it's pretty. It's pretty to his wife. Let me tell you something about pretty. Man, the excitement of buying something different, almost new, and it's new to you. How long does the excitement last? You've lost that love and feeling. I had this account manager at another station. He bought a Camaro, and he had four kids. Now, where do you put four kids in an SS Camaro? Man, that don't, you know, you talk about pride, greed, keeping up with the Joneses. That boy, in my opinion, made a serious mistake. But anyway, he parked it way out of the way. Way out of the way when he bought it. Because, you know, he, he got excited. They had specials on those cars. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And he jumped into that deal and had to have it. And he parked it way out of the way for about two, three months. I mean, he had him a long walk. Even when it was raining like today, he still parked it 100 yards out of the way. So nobody put a door ding on it. And about three months later, I come zipping into the radio station. And I look up, and there's that Camaro parked right with everybody else. So I walked in, and I said, you've lost that love and feeling. Oh, man, everybody in the station started laughing because they knew who I was making fun of. And here, he go to park in there and get some door dings on it. Well, 
I mean, we get excited, just like Christmas, opening up packages. And then, you know, it's all exciting for a week or two. Have you ever give your kids some toys? And, I mean, they open them up, and they're so excited. And, they, you know, and they play for it with a month, and after the month they got it in the corner, they got it in the back, they leave it out in the yard. They don't pay any attention to it. They don't play with it. You know, I mean, animals are that way. I've got a son that had to have this dog. And it was meant to be because I'm going to end up with a dog, and I love the dog. She's a great dog. But anyway, he had to have the dog, but then he lost interest in it. Do we have to reward ourselves with something, with a car, with a pretty car? Uh, you know, it doesn't matter if it's going to last. Don't matter the cost. Don't matter the price. Don't matter the maintenance and fixing, the breakage and all that. What matters is it's pretty. You know, I mean, I did sell a car one time that was pretty. To a guy, I had to call from a guy from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'll never forget this. I had 55 Ford Crown Victoria, and it was black and white. But it ran and drove, but it needed total restoration. And it had a little problem starting, but once it started, it ran okay. So this guy calls me, and he says, uh, Mr. Adams, I'm 70, and this was 20 years ago. I'm 75 years old, and I want to buy your 55 Crown. I said, let me explain the Crown to you. You're 75 you know, I want you to know about this car. So I explained the whole car, how Little Tough's getting started, how it needed rebuilt, how it needed restored, this, that, and the other. And he said, Mr. Adams, is the inside clean? I said, what do you mean clean? He said, hey, does, does it need detailing? I said, I can get it detailed. He said, I don't care about it starting. I'm going to pull it in my garage, and me and my wife, that's what we got married in, and we're going to go sit in it. And we're going to remember when we got married. He said that was uh, 55 years. I think they'd been married 55 years. And I want that 55 Crown Victoria sitting in my garage. We're never going to drive it. He said, I want it clean on the inside so we can get in and out with no problem. He said, be nice if it's clean on the outside. I'll pay for a detail. He paid for a detail, and I shipped it to him. And he called me and thanked me that him and his wife, go out there and uh, in the evenings or in the mornings, they'll take a cup of coffee and they sit in the car. I mean, it was pretty to them. It was, you know, but, hey, here we go again. Afford and can't afford. If you can afford it, hey, it's great. If you can't afford it, no. My daughter-in-law drives a high-dollar car. She can afford it. You know, and so my son and her was discussing the purchase of this unit. And so... My son wasn't happy about it. It wasn't what he was wanting her to pick. But let me tell you something. It's her. She makes the money. She can pay for it. She can afford it. And I just turned to her and I said, hey, there's two kinds of cars afford and can't afford and you can afford it. Take my advice and do whatever your little heart desires. Well, she did. But, I mean, if you can afford it, it don't matter. If it's in your – if it's the feelings, the desires – I mean, I want you to have what you can afford. You know, I mean, uh, I've got a friend of mine that's got a lot, a lot of old cars and antiques and stuff like that, and he can afford it. And and that's what I want him to have. And and so, but I'm trying to explain to you not to get overwhelmed by something you don't understand. If you understand your finances and you're well off, hey, do it. If you're struggling, you you don't have any money left at the end of the month, it's because, hey, have you ever walked into one of these dealerships and wondered, 
How in the world did I do? Romans. I was in Romans this morning. Yes, I was. 718, for I desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. What controls you can't carry it out? Can you say no to yourself? Have you ever had that problem? Saying no to yourself, that big old nice chocolate pie. I mean, that's pretty tough for me. That banana pudding, I'm going to tell you the truth. Boy, banana pudding, the, my stepmother makes whew, some good banana pudding. And so, so you know, but are you, war, rage, are you raging war against the law of your mind? That inner struggle, I got to have it. It's too pr- a pretty car. Yeah, it's pretty. Well, I, that's it. When it's broke down in that shop, it ain't pretty no more. And when you've lost that love and feeling, it's just transportation. That's all it is. And when you, I, you know, when I feel fr- uh, confused and overwhelmed, and by sin's appeal, I mean, when I'm I'm getting that situation, sin's easy to come into my decisions in my life. I thank God that He has given me freedom through Jesus Christ to get control of my feelings, get control of my thoughts, get control of what I'm doing, and make better decisions. You know, and that's why lots of things, I just bought a butcher block for my house. What I need with a butcher block? Man, I like it, though. And I, and I found it, and I liked it, but I didn't buy it. And then I went back a week later and took another look. And then I, in between all of that, I researched it. Found out it was way cheap, and and then took a picture of it and put it where I thought it would work in the house, and it works. It's perfect, and I use it a little bit, and I love it. But I'm gonna tell you something. It took me three weeks to buy it. I don't jump to the conclusions anymore. When I was controlled by by my emotions, my rewarding myself, desires, man, I was quick on the trigger. But now, I'm in no hurry. I am no hurry in the decisions I'm making. You know, and if it's meant to be, it'll be there tomorrow. You know, if it's meant to be, I'll get it. I've got a ta- I bought a table for an island. It's cool. I love it. But it took me a month to buy it. I, I mean, sometimes we jump to conclusions because the desires and the emotions are controlling us. And I don't want you to be in control in that situation, I want you to be the best you can be. And lots of times when you're in a hurry, we get mixed up. We don't know what's a good car. A good deal starts with a good car. You know, and what's good? What's good to buy? What is a good car? How long will it last? Is it a good deal, bad deal? I often talk about computers. And I was talking a little bit while ago, and I touched on it. You know, there's everybody wanting to buy cars. And, you know... That computer has not seen your car. That computer don't know what it's worth. And what happens so many times, I've talked to so many people lately, is that they take the car into these people. It'll give you a a quote in 30 seconds, in two minutes. The problem is they just want you in the door. Just like I explained my stepmom when she was in Fort Worth last week, get them on home field advantage, and then they go to beating you up. Because, oh, yeah, the computer didn't show us that you had some dents. You need tires. You got a busted windshield. You need seat, seat fix. Oh, you got a noise in the motor. Oh, the transmission don't feel right to me. Well, I bought a truck the other day that a gentleman got his bid in San Antonio. 
And they told him that they wouldn't give that figure because the transmission didn't feel right. Well, they number one, that computer is averaging sales. It's and we got more bad cars than good cars. But these this situation was they were just trying to beat him up. They thought they were the only game in town and that he would bring it back. Well they brought it to me and I drove it and the transmission's fine and I sold it and it passed the auction inspection. But no no, they'll use anything they can to beat you up. Home field advantage, get you in there. Well that computer we had a truck one time, and the truck was worth the money. But just for general principle, sometimes I'll drop prices three, four, five, six hundred, just to drop them. And so I dropped the price on this unit four hundred. It went from a bad deal to a great deal. Now, how does a car, a truck, being dropped four hundred on a thirty thousand dollar vehicle go from bad to great? A computer don't know. And like I say. When that computer's giving you a price and most of the time that's it, call me. I'll, I'll give you a price. We'll walk through the truck. We'll walk through the car. We'll walk through the house. I'll go look at the house, make you an offer. Give me a call, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. Give me a call, but please, if you like what I'm doing, go to YouTube and tell 20 people to go to YouTube. Randy Adams, Inc., and subscribe. I need the help, please. Tell 20 people to go to YouTube. Watch a couple of videos. Watch them all, you know, and go to YouTube. Randy Adams, Inc., and subscribe. I need the help. God bless you. And, and tell 20 people Randy Adams wants to buy your car, your truck, your house, anything legal, because I do. And I'll give you honest, fair opinion. And I'll tell you when somebody's made a mistake. One of the big box stores here in town, Made a mistake on on a friend of mine. I told him, go gather the money. That's a mistake. They made a mistake because that computer averaged more good cars than bad. And that average was way up, and it was from a different area of the country. Right now, San Antonio is as hot as any country. Dallas is a little stronger. Um, Houston's a little stronger. uh, San Antonio's right in there. But let me tell you something, the rest of the country is struggling. The rest of the country doesn't have the opportunity we have in San Antonio. I love San Antonio. The problem is we got a communist mayor. That's George Soros. Uh, the real mayor is George Soros. If you don't believe me, call me and I'll explain it to you. But uh, we, need to, we need to come together and we need to vote. Get out and vote and put the right people in. We, get out, we need to get out and make the right decisions on your budget, your money, your future, what's going on. Because God bless you, I want you to be the best you can be. Um, I'm finishing up the second book. I'm really trying to, I finally got me some areas in my house to work on. But give me a call. Keep calling me, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-478. God bless you. I love you listeners. I hope I'm making a difference in your life. Hey, I'll be at Cornerstone Church tomorrow at the north side door. From 715 to 1115, come meet me. God bless you.